What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Around the NBA, a podcast where I give my thoughts on the latest news, transactions, teams, and players across the league. So I was on social media the other day, and I saw this this team comparison uh, on, on both Twitter and TikTok. And it was the comparison of this year's Lakers and the Warriors from a, year's fair, from a few years past with, with Kevin Durant. And the question was asked, who would you take or who would win basically in a seven-game series if each of those players were in their primes? Okay. And it really got me thinking, wow, this is, this is a tough question. Because on the Lakers right now, you have Russ, Carmelo, LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Dwight Howard. Those were the five that were pictured. Now, for Golden State, you had Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Kevin Durant, Draymond Green, and DeMarcus Cousins. So, this one was a little tricky because we already saw what the Warriors were capable of doing, right? We already saw them work really well as a unit and they won multiple championships. But the way I did it was a little bit differently. Right, I, I went, I compared player for player, you know, the Lakers point guard to the Warriors point guard, um, so on and so forth. Right, so I made a comment uh, on Twitter um, doing these comparisons, right? So I went case by case basis. So point guard, uh, the, the point guard matchup, I went Steph Curry over Russell Westbrook. I'm, I'm going to leave the most controversial one for last because... It seemed like it got me in some in some heat. <laughs> Small forward, Kevin Durant versus LeBron. I went LeBron. Power forward, Anthony Davis, Draymond Green. I went Anthony Davis. And centers, I went Dwight Howard and DeMar- DeMarcus Cousins. This one, this one was a little tough. This one was a tough one for me. But I went with DeMarcus Cousins because... He was a little bit more versatile offensively. Defensively, I would give the edge to Dwight. But I, I just went to Marcus because he can do more for me offensively than Dwight could. And yeah, Dwight led his team to an NBA Finals surrounded by shooters. Not to say not to say uh DeMarcus couldn't, but you know, we saw that from Dwight. So I, I gave the edge to DeMarcus just because his prime was a little bit longer. They both were nagged by injuries, but I don't know. With Dwight, it, it just kind of seemed like once he got to the Lakers, his care for the game just wasn't there anymore. You know, I, and then once he went to Houston, he had his back problems, and then he bounced around from team to team. So I think DeMarcus Cousins' prime lasted a little bit longer than 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 Dwight's, but. I think DeMarcus was a little bit more versatile than Dwight. Dwight was the better defender and the better rebounder, I would say, because of his of his size. But DeMarcus was just a better all-around offensive player. And I think the gap between offense between them is bigger than their gap between defense, I would say. Because DeMarcus was, was, was a solid defender. He really was. But that's, that was not the controversial hot take that I apparently had. <laughs> and the one that got me in some in some heat was 
taking Clay Thompson over Melo. So when I did the player-by-player player comparison, I had picked more Warriors players than Lakers players. So, therefore, I went with the Warriors over the Lakers. And I got some major pushback when I picked Clay over over Melo. <laughs> and I knew Melo had had his fans, especially in his prime on the Knicks and stuff. I didn't know he still had them. <laughs> I didn't realize people still loved this man. Right? So people were coming at me because I picked Clay over Carmelo. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Really? Really? I mean, I can understand why because Carmelo is, he was a volume scorer, right? And people love flashiness and people love offense and people love to see that, right? He wasn't necessarily a boring player offensively. And people like to see that. So I can see why he had this hype and why he still has his hype. I didn't think it was as big as 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 it is. <laughs> but what I'm about to say is going to be pretty controversial, apparently. <laughs> um, and I guess it's a hot take. I'm sure with others, it's probably not. But to me, Carmelo Anthony is one of the most overrated players I have ever seen, if not the most. And I'm going to explain why. What what has Carmelo Anthony really accomplished ever? <laughs> like, I know people are going to maybe criticize this because I'm basing it off team accomplishments and, and, oh, you need a team to win and yada, yada, yada. He's not always had a bad team. He had a solid team with the Knicks. He had a solid team with the Nuggets. Okay? The one time he actually had a, a solid team with Denver, they made it to the Western Conference Finals. That was once. Okay? That was the first time he got past the first round. The second time he got past the first round was with the Knicks in 2013. And that was it. He's made it to the second round twice. Meaning he's only made it past the first round twice. <laughs> he's been eliminated in the first round. Let's see. 04, 05, 06, 07, 08. That's five years. 2011, 2012, that's seven years. Seven years of just first round exits. And you're telling me not one of those years his team was good enough to get to the second round. Come on. Come on. No, no way. I don't buy that. He is the guy. Okay, I know you need a team. I know you need a unit. But at the end of the day, you're telling me his his unit's we're good enough just to make it to the first round of the playoffs. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And here's another thing. His game never really elevated in the playoffs. His career points in the regular season is 23 points per game. Playoffs, 23 points per game. Rebounds, 6. Playoffs, 6. Assists, 2. Playoffs, 2. You want to know what, where he didn't improve on? His field goal percentage. <laughs> For his career in the playoffs, he shot 41%. Career average, it's like 44, 45%. Three-pointers, playoffs, 32%. For career, he's shooting 3.35%. So he's scoring the same amount of points at a less efficient rate. So tell me what Carmelo Anthony has done. Nothing. Nothing. 
He's just a volume scorer. That's exactly what he's been. And, and this is why I don't buy this notion that Carmelo was this all-around terrific scorer. He, to me, he wasn't. He wasn't. He was a versatile scorer. You could say that, sure. He can shoot from the three. He can shoot from the mid-range. He can shoot from the post. He had solid uh, post-game. Okay, he had solid footwork. He had okay handles. Sure, versatile. But in order to be classified as a good, terrific, prolific scorer, you have to be efficient, in my book. He's just a volume scorer. For his career, he shot over 18 shots a game, almost 18 and a half, 18.4 shots a game. And he shot 44% from the field. 44. If you round it up, okay, he shot 44-7, so 45% from the field. That that's that's a great score. That's a prolific score. That's an okay score. Forty five percent from the field is okay. That's average. And matter of fact, for someone for his skill set, that should be that's definitely below average. He should be easily if if he's this prolific score, forty eight, forty nine percent from the field. He's not. He's not. And eighteen shots. You know what that. What that equal to? 23 points a game. Exactly. Exactly 23 points per game. So you're telling me someone who takes 18 shots, 18 and a half shots, only gets you 23 points. That's this prolific score? I'm not buying it. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's, <laughs> that is not a prolific score in my book. It's just not. He's not efficient. He's a volume scorer. And this is why I went with Clay. Because, yeah, Clay has a solid squad. But he's a much better shooter than Carmelo. He's much more efficient than Carmelo. And I know a lot of you guys are going to say, well, we haven't seen him lead a team, lead a squad. Sure. But you can't tell me Carmelo Anthony is a better shooter than Clay. Squad or no squad, you can't tell me that Carmelo Anthony is more efficient than Clay. You just can't tell me that because I don't buy it. That's and and that's what I'm comparing here. I don't need and that roster. I don't need Clay to be this all around terrific, versatile, offensive powerhouse. I need him to be Clay, and Clay plays his role better than Carmelo Anthony does. And I'm not even gonna get on defense because Carmelo was not a good defender. At all, he had this. He had the ability to, and and I know Clay. I'm not saying Clay is this lockdown defender, but he's a better defender than Carmelo Anthony, without a doubt. Okay, and this is just based off skill set, just pure skill. Yeah, Carmelo might have been more all around better offensively than Clay. Right, he had because he was more versatile. He probably had a little bit more skill set offensively than Clay, but Clay is more efficient. Clay is a better shooter. He can get hot. He can he can score thirty points on like ten shots. <laughs> that's the difference, and that's who I would rather have. And I'm not even I haven't even got to the biggest thing to me, and that's character and mentality. Especially with when if we're talking, we're gonna we gotta account for all of this. We're not just gonna count basketball and like we have to account for everything. You're telling me Prime Melo would work well with LeBron, Russ, 
Anthony Davis and Dwight Howard? No. No. It's it's almost impossible to build a team around someone like Melo. They almost did. Well, I guess they kind of did because they made it to Western Conference Finals and that team with 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 the, with Denver. But even his coach, his coach a couple weeks ago, his former coach, George Carl came out and said, this is why Melo never won a chip. Because of his character, his personality. If your own coach is saying that, what does that tell you? Nah, nah, I'm sorry. Carmelo's ego, he was hard-headed and he was stubborn. That was, that's what got in the way of him. That's what got in the way of him winning a chip. If Melo... Here's the difference. If Melo had today's mentality in his prime, he'd be a much better player. A much better player. I, I, I'm willing to bet that he would have a chip if he had today's mentality. Okay, because we even saw when he was in OKC, he, he was laughing. People saying, oh, are you going to come off the bench? He's like, they want me to come off the bench. If that's what it takes to win, if that's what it takes to win, you're not willing to sacrifice that. His ego was too big, then that's what cost him a chip. And that's why I would rather have Clay Thompson than Carmelo Anthony because it's easier to build a team around Clay than it would be Melo. Because I don't need I don't need Clay to be my best player on a championship team. I don't need him to be that. But if I have Carmelo Anthony in his prime, I need him to be my best player. He needs to be the best player on a championship team. The only other, if you match him up with someone like LeBron, okay, he's no longer the number one guy. But if you just, if you're matching him up with just LeBron, that's not enough to win a championship. What I'm saying is, what you what you need in order to win a championship with Carmelo Anthony, you need someone so much better than him, smarter than him. You don't necessarily need that with Clay. Look at the team that he's had, and that's one. Steph and Draymond. And I'm not going to even account for the Kevin Durant years. Yeah, he had an all-time great in Steph. And just a solid player in Draymond. And he knew his role. That's all that he needed to win. If you put Carmelo Anthony on that team instead of Clay, they're not winning a championship. No way. No way. No way. It's not happening. And that's why I'm saying it's easier to fit Clay Thompson in a system than it would be Carmelo Anthony. So that's why I went with Klay Thompson. Because I think that makes him a more valuable basketball player than Carmelo. So I'm going to say, some can continue to say, oh, Carmelo Anthony is a better basketball player. No, he's not. Klay's a better defender. Klay's more efficient offensively. He might not have all the weapons that Carmelo does. But Carmelo, he has all those weapons, but he's not very efficient with them. So what's the point? And his mentality is different. He's got a better mentality. He knows what it takes to win. And he's willing to do what it takes to win. And Melo never really found that until now when he's in Portland. His mentality completely changed because he's no longer that prime Melo. He, he's understood that, okay, I, I'm not the big dog anymore. Right? I got I to gotta take a step back. Okay? Like, he understands that that's not his role anymore. That he can't be the guy anymore. And he's willing to sacrifice for the team. And that's why he's come off the bench the last couple of years. And that's why he's found a new career in the NBA. 
after his prime. But that's why it wasn't really working out for him in OKC or in Houston because his mentality was still, I'm that big dog. I'm still the guy. When, yeah, he never really was in my eyes, really. Like, yeah, he was talented and he was skillful, but he just wasn't efficient. He didn't have the right mentality. His heart wasn't really there. I, I, I mean, I, I can't really say that. I can't judge someone's heart. That, that's, I think that's too much. I can't, I, I'm going to, I'm going to retract that. But his mentality wasn't there for sure. And his former head coach confirmed it. He, he didn't have the mentality of sacrifice for the greater good of the team. It was all about mellow. So yeah, who am I taking Clay Thompson or Carmel Anthony? I'm taking Clay 10 times out of 10 times. I'm sorry, because it is much easier to build a team around Clay than it would be Carmelo. And it'd be much easier to coach Clay than it would be Carmelo. Carmelo to me is one of the most, if not the most overrated player I have ever seen. For being this all around superstar caliber scoring machine that people put him on this pedestal of, he only led the league in scoring once. That was it. 10 All-Stars, 6 All-NBAs, made the All-Rookie team, and led the scoring one time. 13 years, he made it past the first round twice. Okay? He made the playoffs 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 times. As the guy. As the guy. 10 playoffs, 8 of those out in the first round. (laughs) And out of those 8 first round exits, okay, let me count this correctly. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, yes. (laughs) This is, I I can't make this stuff up. Out of those 8 first round exits... He won more than one game in the playoff series in the first round. Once. Once. All other times, he was swept or he won a single game. That is it. (laughs) That is it. He won more than one game in those first round eliminations once. That's it. Carmelo Anthony, to me is one of, if not the most, overrated players I have ever seen. So let me get this straight to wrap up here. Okay. So you're telling me this all-around offensive juggernaut, this great, terrific basketball player, is equal to getting me more than a single win in the first round out of 10 playoff series... Three times. That's what you're telling me. He can only give me a single win. More than a single win. Three times out of ten. In the first round. Of the playoffs. You're telling me. He is. A great basketball player. You're telling me. That is. This all-around offensive juggernaut. 
that he can only equal more than one win 30% of the time in the first round. I rest my case, Your Honor. (laughs) That is it for this episode. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure to comment, like, and subscribe on wherever you're listening from. Please go follow on TikTok and Instagram at Around the NBA, which is all one word, underscore podcast. You can leave your questions and topic ideas there, and they may end up on the show. Thanks again, and I'll see you guys next week.